0: greatness has arrived welcome to the trophy room a playstation podcast made by the players for the players i am your host joseph it is here on this very podcast each and every thursday where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest the greatest in all things playstation so with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host who is whoever will be mr kyle stevenson how are you sir
1: i'm doing great and for our viewers who watch us over on youtube i'm in a new spot
0: I know you got a new hey, computer.
1: I did, and Ooh. so you can see more of my room, and it's a little chaotic right now. Yeah, um, I so got it's all awesome. my Post movie and sports tickets up there. On you got the wall. Mets. Yeah, of course I got to represent the Mets. I love Come it. On now. I love it. Yeah. But
0: like, where's Jiminy gonna stay? We don't know.
1: Oh, Jiminy's but- <laughs> permanently out of here. <laughs>
0: but with that, we have a special guest with us, the two-headed giant himself, Nathan from the New Entertainment System Podcast. How are yes. you, Nate? good good how are you guys doing today man i'm doing fantastic now only kidding lying good but yeah super happy to have you on the show <laughs> uh so nate if you yes. could tell us elevator pitch what yeah. do you do what's your podcast while well, you hear all that jazz so i'm nathan from the new entertainment
2: system podcast what we do is we have a a, a robot which is just a spreadsheet that i have uh that is automated uh it randomizes um subjects styles and twists to come up with a random prompt to then design a video game um with myself cam Konek, who is a previous guest on this program i believe yeah Mm -hmm. yep and then um a guest from either the games industry the games journalism industry or the games podcast scene and um so we then design fake games so like You know, we've done like an open world Marvel dating sim and we've Mm -hmm. done, you know, there's (laughs) in an upcoming (laughs) episode. There's a knack game made by id software. Yes. (laughs) Um, That's amazing. (laughs) So it's really like you either get one of two things. You either get something that is, you know, just off the wall, crazy, ridiculous bananas. That would never be a real game. Or it's something where you're like. I would want to play that
0: a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so... That's that's the thing with your podcast. You always get to a point uh, where you're just like, this is... I think this is not just playable, but, like, I want to play it right yeah. now. Yeah. And then it's- that's where you guys deviate.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's especially with the episodes that are going to be coming out soon, like, we take a really big effort in being, like... No, this can't be a bad game. We how can we make this a good game? And we push through that. It's a lot of fun. If you're in the market for new new games podcasts and you already listen to lots of, you know, fine podcasts of people that do like news programs and, and more topical stuff, such as this program. It's evergreen content. We've got about thirty episodes up right now. They're they're real snackable and, and stuff like that. They're thirty yeah. minutes each. So I encourage you to check it out.
0: Yeah, there you go. Please, please do again, please do because it's fantastic. Like, it's like the a last... Pringle.
2: Once you listen to one, you just can't stop. Just, yeah, got to keep going. And hopefully, we will get we will get both of you on the program oh, at oh, some point as well. So, I'd be yeah. honored.
0: I would try to derail that show as much as humanly possible. Cam already does that, so don't worry about. it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you guys made a Red Dead game with Sunny D, so yeah.
2: We it's... the the most recent episode uh, at time of recording this uh, is a Red Dead game. That's a survival game that uses a solar sensor like the Boktai games. And so we came up with some kind of game where you need to like harness solar energy to basically become Ghost Rider. I don't know. I think I blacked out when I did that one.
0: Honest to God. Yeah. And same here. (laughs) Good box quote for that. (laughs) I can't believe in that episode you missed out. It's Red Dead, Sun Energy. And you missed the part where it's like, well, if it gets too hot out, maybe like the horse's balls droop even more. Like you missed out (laughs) on the ball, the literal ball. I think we we
2: edited out a a bit about horse balls. I was like, I was like, we can't, this can't
0: go in. This needs to not be in there. Well, you know what? It's in this show. So with that. Yes. Go listen to the show. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, because we got a lot of news. So surprisingly, we're going to talk about Last of Us Part 2. We're going to talk about every single game you ever wanted to play in 2020 being delayed. We're going to talk about possible Horizon Zero Dawn being multiplayer. But before we do that, a segment each and every week we begin the show with what you've been playing. I'm going to start with Nathan. What have you been playing, Nate? One
2: game that I have been playing a little bit um, is available on PlayStation, which is the Castlevania uh, Collection, which has like the first four Castlevanias and some some little random extras. I'm a big fan of the Castlevania games, but I'm not necessarily a high skilled gamer, so it's nice to just kinda bop into that game, play a little bit here and there, get the vibe of a game and be like, all right, that's that's enough for me. And Castlevania is just one of those classic things that you you would think it would be around today in like a substantial form, but for some reason it's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Konami. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it literally just occurred to me that wasn't a bit. I literally, literally it would like, No, but... I was there with you. I was like, Yeah, no, there isn't. Like, you got Mega Man. Like, you know. <laughs> the, the other game I've been playing a little bit is um, Ring Fit Adventure. Um, oh, okay. That All game right. is so well designed, it's yeah. fun to do and doing like an RPG, but you're doing like, little exercises and stuff like that that will make you sore afterwards but what i've heard about it is like you know if there was just a camera filming you it would look like you're just working out like you're not like doing like you know cheap half stuff it's like no man i was doing squats for like a half hour i saw
0: no lie friend of the show sean capri he was streaming it and -hmm. like he's just like i'm working my ass off like you're he's sweating he's breathing heavy I if, would not if, be
2: able to stream that game because, like, after about a half hour of that, I'm done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It. And he's just like, oh, well, man, that that had to be a half an hour. And then he tells you the workout time is like only 12 minutes. Three minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? You know, as a it, large and in-charge individual, that is a game that I've actually been looking at as an option for some type of exercise. It's cool
2: because, like, you know, there's, you know, you, as as a fellow large and in-charge dude, it's, it is... It is daunting to go to like a gym or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Even even if you knew it was like your family that wouldn't judge you is there, then that's it. (laughs) Um, Or if you were the only person there, you would still like like see yourself in the mirror and be like, Nah, man,
1: you're talking (laughs) to somebody who has an outdoor pool outside his house. Yeah, still only family. Still go on with my shirt on.
2: Yeah, exactly. I still swim with a shirt on. So it's a it's a cool it's a cool um, alternative to to get exercise like in your living room in your game room whatever whatever yeah. um and you know there's there's also some things you can do with the switch off like you can do like this passive mode where you put the like ring on your arm and you do like little really? bicep curls with it mm. and like yeah. like i said like if you like if you do it enough um and yeah. do it right you are sore and it's it's the main game of it is an rpg and then there's also mini games in there and it's just like it's made That's by crazy. nintendo well and so it's got that charm to it but i love it a lot
0: let me tell you something give it give us three years sony's gonna rip it off you know we'll have something yeah <laughs> years so yeah who knows yeah <laughs> who knows? exactly kyle yeah what have you been playing sir uh
1: i went back to a game that i didn't put all my time into last year uh i've been playing days gone yes. and i'm like really deep into it now uh mm-hmm. way past to when i stopped in 2019 and i'm digging it I'm digging yep. it a lot. What's I, I the can, thing
0: that's got your hook, the hooks in you?
1: So I love how they do the storyline system where you can see how much of a percentage of that certain storyline you have done. Ooh, okay. That was not exp- in
0: there at launch.
1: Oh, it wasn't? I thought it was. No. I, don't, um, no,
0: I have no idea where I was in the story or where to go. Oh,
1: okay. So the <laughs> when, things pop up, and you can, like, the side missions have their own storyline, and mm-hmm. the main path has its own. And if you're just kind of done with that particular part of the main story, you can just go off and do, like, clear some nest, infestation nest, or Mm -hmm. take out a marauder camp. Um, So I'm digging that. When I feel like things are getting stale, I can kind of switch it up, which I like. I totally understand why people had some hang-ups on it. Uh, A lot of the story stuff... um, Besides the It, is,
0: it is very unapologetically Sons of Anarchy meets The Walking Dead. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: it's, it's an acquired yeah. taste for sure. Absolutely. But if yeah. That's not your, like, aesthetic for storytelling and characters mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can understand why anybody would bounce right off yeah. of that. Yeah. And, and yeah. A, lot a lot of leather the... vests in that game. Yes. So many. <laughs>
1: so. And uh, a lot of the missions, though, I just don't understand why it wasn't part of a previous one. Like, you would finish, like, a big story mission... And the next one would be like, go travel one kilometer away yeah. and, and do this. And you show up and it's for a 10 second cutscene. scene yeah. that you get experience points for. I'm like, well, why isn't that just part of the ma- other mission I just finished?
2: For so the, I um, wonder
1: if like Sodi Bend was like, we got to stretch the game out a little bit, put some yeah. more value. I don't know what it is, but.
2: For the story completion stuff, how does it break it down? Like, does it do like side story things like percentages or is it like. Chapters in the game wise percentage. Oh
1: yeah, uh, not chapters. Um, everything okay. is storyline percentage wise. So
2: that's great. I, yeah, yeah, I
1: believe the the first main like the first act. I don't know what act I'm on. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, it it was like. I remember and it's all about Sarah, your your wife. Uh, yep. yep. And as you uncover more, the percentage goes up and then once that's done, a brand new one pops up. And Boozer that's your cool. buddy has its own section. Yeah. And it's yep. still main story stuff, but it has its own storyline percentage. You go by That's um, really awesome. Um, that's
2: yeah. that's it, a really clever solution to like sir I, I'm not a big like story in games guy. Um, And so like when I was playing horizon, I was like talking to the king of this city and I was just like, shut up. How close am I to being done? (laughs) If I go do this for you, does it mean I'm done or, and it turns out, no, like when I finished this one thing and then there was an ambush and I was just like, yeah. man, I just, I wanted to go more, explore more. I don't yeah. want to be in this city mm-hmm. shooting people. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the dinosaur thing, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So, also, stop hitting cool.
0: on me, King. I'm <laughs> I <know>. not interested. <laughs> All right? Really yeah. not.
1: And uh, the last thing about Days Gone before yes. we... Eat. Oh, yeah. the, the big selling point for Days Gone were these hordes of Freakers.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: I am like, I don't know, 30 hours into it, and I'm still terrified of them. I have not tried to attempt to take any of them out, because oh, I still effective. don't feel powerful <laughs> enough.
0: Yeah. I will say, when it came to the Freakers about that game that made it so great, uh, when, it, when it comes to the combat, is that no matter how high-level you are, they are always intimidating, and yeah. they are always just scary and challenging at the same time. I've been playing... Kyle, I know you're very excited about this. Uh, Bloodborne,
1: again? you already platinumed it. no. no, 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 no. no <laughs> oh, l- that's listen. right. Yes, you played Wolf Among Us. I played time. Wolf
0: Among Us. All right? I, oh yeah. I can't just keep bragging about how I platinumed Bloodborne. <gasps> Mad respect. We're talking about Castlevania
2: earlier. Bloodborne, yeah. you just play it with the whip. That's Castlevania, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> But no, I played Wolf Among Us, and uh, it was one of the, like it was snowing over the weekend. I was like, you know what? It's one of those chill days, mm-hmm. and I knocked it out in a day. It is a beautiful, cel shaded, neon noir esque style game where it's like mid eighties New York, and somehow all the fairy tale characters that you grew up in Disney, like you know, with Disney, like the Little Mermaid and. Georgie Porgie is somehow a pimp. Like, it is weird. It is awesome. And somehow you're the big bad wolf mm-hmm. and you're a detective slash sheriff. And it is fantastic. For one reason in particular. Because the story is great. I never saw any of the beats or twists happen. But to me, the greatest thing about Wolf Among Us is um is Bigby, the main character of the big yeah. bad wolf. Because for me not knowing fable that's the comic book series that it's uh that's based off of i i'm thinking of it as okay all of a sudden the bad guy from all these fairy tales is the protagonist and he mm-hmm. has this responsibility and it was one of those things in video games that it allowed me to truly experience what it's like to be a different character rather than just playing the scenario of what would i do in these certain situations um, and so for me, I was I was picking the story paths where it's Big B's trying to do the right thing, uh, but when pressured, he's going to turn into the big bad wolf. You know, he is going to the the reluctancy of like he's kind of like Wolverine. You know, in this or my Big B was of. Oh fuck! I got myself in this situation. Well, I got my claws out. That was, I think, Telltale at its best. So, absolutely for for a you know for an adventure game like that, a uh, story driven adventure game, it was fantastic. And then also to mention, um, I got the back button attachment for the PlayStation uh, DualShock oh, Four controller. I
1: saw your video.
0: You saw the video? Fantastic! I did. Click it. But in short, it's actually fantastic, and huh. I like it a lot. So. Yeah. I'm weird. But with that, <laughs> listen, gang, let's talk about the news because we got some. Before we do, let's talk about Patreon. Uh, guys, gang, we just relaunched our Patreon just last week. We got whole new tiers and stuff. Uh, please, please, please. You can be like our patrons, JB and Daniel Welsh that support us at the Silver Tier. If we ever made you laugh, if we ever got you through a work day or a hard day, please, a dollar a day helps us grow this big beautiful family that we call home so with that kyle let's talk about the first goober on the list
1: this comes from fraser brown over at pc gamer what pc news on a playstation show i know dude this (laughs) this week's gonna be a little fucking
0: crazy so buckle in kids
1: (laughs) uh fraser writes the last of us part two job listing asks asks for pc dx12 and nvidia experience PlayStation developer Naughty Dog posted a job listing for a graphics programmer recently that has people wondering if Sony is giving up another exclusive. The role is attached to The Last of Us Part II, which has only been announced on PS4, but the requirements and skills section lists several things specific to PC. The new graphics programmer would join Naughty Dog's rendering team and needs to have a thorough understanding of current GPU architectures, including NVIDIA. Experience with DirectX 12 and Vulkan is also desired. Naughty Dog might be looking for candidates with broad experience, but it still seems odd to specifically list APIs and a GPU that you won't find in a PlayStation. (laughs) PC programming experience is also listed alongside console experience, making it a bit more explicit.
0: So that's where I ended the article there. and please give PC gamer a click. This story is super fascinating because over the last few months we've had you know Horizon being pretty much we know it's coming to PC. We have MOB the show becoming multi-platform next year. PlayStation is looking more multi-platform. Now us on the show, Kyle and I, we don't mind this. more people get to experience amazing games. Awesome. Nathan, what's your thought? When it comes to PlayStation games moving to the PC,
2: yeah, I mean, you assume that this is this is going to be released on Steam or Epic, right? Like, unless they do their mm-hmm. own launcher. Well, that's my yeah,
0: that's my question. Here is though, mm-hmm. is it going to be their own launcher? Like, do you? See I could that?
2: see, I could see that happening. I mean, you can do PlayStation Now on PC um, mm-hmm. now, so. Uh, that could definitely be a possibility. It's such, like, it's one of the really cool things about where we're at right now with console life cycles is, like, really anything can happen. Like, you could tell me, like, hey, in five years, you can play pretty much anything on anything. It's just it has this benefit on its home console, on its home turf, and it doesn't look as good on Xbox or whatever have you. Like, need I remind you, the original, like, code name? For the xbox is the direct xbox and they're talking about direct x12 so like exactly you know so will we ever see a playstation game on an xbox console maybe um because they're basically all just pcs now yeah um but it's it's so crazy to think about where all this stuff could go and i think you know you could you could hedge your bets and say that naughty dog is kind of future proofing it so that it can be on pc right um, but maybe this is like you know I don't know. Do you ever think that they're going to put like and, you know, Uncharted 5 is coming out for PS5 and PC day and day? Like, do you think that's, that's ever going to
0: happen? See, that's the crazy thing for PlayStation
2: like, Now subscribers or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there has to be something here when we're talking about the future of the PlayStation ecosystem where it's where is the future line? Because yeah. like you're right. Like if I said, you know, I'll not you know. Or we used to say, I'll never see a PlayStation game on an Xbox or, or a PC because you're coming here for the console. That's who knows not, now? That, who yeah. knows? We're having Xbox going, listen, we'll put fucking Cuphead, which is one of our best games on that, on that system. Cuphead's we'll in Smash, man. It's in yeah. Smash Brothers, exactly. Anything is a reality at this yeah. point. And so, like, to me, that that is a great question. Will we see it day and date? I don't know, I, Kyle. What do you think? Do you think it's gonna be day and date?
1: I don't. I think it'll probably be the window of like what Death Stranding is right now. Right. I yeah. think It'll be like either a year or so afterwards. Get um, that. Fo-
2: get that FOMO money. If you If you don't yeah. get it now, you're not. You're gonna get spoiled probably. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For
1: sure. Um. Yeah, and I, I think that Nathan brought up a good point. I, I think maybe it, Naughty Dog is putting these um, requirements up there to kind of like future proof future projects. Just right. so that way they're covered all around no matter what comes up, like PS5 Pro, maybe PS6 is basically just like one of those Steam machines that Steam tried we to just do. just put it in <laughs> our mind. Who yeah. fucking knows at this point? Yeah.
0: <laughs> For me, I, I I do feel like PlayStation is going to have that fear of missing out syndrome of like, I don't see it com- coming day and date because they still want to incentivize the box at this yeah. point in time because... You know, PlayStation Now is not Game Pass mm-hmm. in terms of quality. It's just not there yet. Uh, there's so many things that we still are demanding from Sony, like all of the games being able to be downloaded is one of the biggest things we see on our Discord. Is like, yeah, I want to play my PS2 games, but I want them to be downloaded. That would be fantastic. So there are things that still need to be done for PlayStation Now to be viable, so that PlayStation could do more crazier things but this is
2: this is something that i think about a lot though um i used Mm -hmm. to i used to work at a GameStop in in man in management and stuff and yeah um, you said yeah so you know that um profitability on consoles is is not very high if at all and especially towards launch um they're being sold at a at a loss so the real money is coming from these digital marketplaces Mm -hmm. right like um sony's taking like a third of whatever digital purchases you make um like you know you buy i don't know you buy titanfall 2 or something like that a third of that money goes straight to sony because it's their store yeah and so if you think about it in terms of that kind of stuff you can say like well if they just put a launcher if playstation now or whatever they rebrand it to for this generation because i'm sure they will rebrand it to try and get more people in yeah um if that becomes their launcher for everything, sort of like an EA Access kind of a deal, you know, that percentage money wherever you're buying that game, yeah. and they don't have to necessarily worry about putting this beefy, huge box that they're selling at a loss. They're losing mm-hmm. money getting this box to you because they hope that you're buying these games digitally. Yeah. That's why I can see it kind of going the other way where it's more yeah. open because it's like, I'll take your money wherever you want to give it to me. Man.
0: And and that's Microsoft's philosophy, too. It's yes. just like, listen, dude, I don't give a fuck where you buy these games at this point. Just like, please buy them. Mm-hmm. And like, we'll put them on Steam. We'll put them on our own storefront. We'll put them on you know, wherever we... The Switch. You know, whatever, Yeah, we'll put them on a Switch. Just buy them because that mm-hmm. digital money is way more profitable because to... From my knowledge of how console sales work is it's by quarter PlayStation will give GameStop a bonus check of like, hey, you sold this many PlayStations. Here's some here's some flat out cash for for Mm -hmm. selling those PlayStations. They are taking a loss on that console. Now, Kyle, I want to come to you, sir. Mm -hmm. Do you think PlayStation would make their own own launcher? Do you think that's a mistake if they do that? Do you think they should go to somewhere because we see the hate for just the Epic Store's existence, right? The the vitriol that gets spewed. Do you think Sony Sony will take the hit PR wise and just make their own launcher?
1: I think I honestly think it would be a smart move for them. Um, yeah. Like it's, uh, just profit wise, like why <laughs> share it with somebody else? Just take all of it if you buy it through their their own launcher. Yeah. Um, so, well, no I mean, like
0: to me, I'm thinking. Epic Game Store might be more up their alley because they take such a less lesser cut. Like, I believe it's like 10 12%, or 12%. 12%. Okay. So, like, I could see them. I mean, we're seeing it right now with Ready Set Heroes where, you know, Ready Set Heroes is on the Epic Game Store. And I know that, you know, Death Stranding isn't going to be published by Sony, but Sony does have a say um, with that IP. It's going to the Epic Game Store. And we're also seeing a lot of other games that... Sony has pr- partnered with uh like all the Quantic G, uh garbage <laughs> the, the, on I'm the right Epic there, I'm store. right there with you on that I know. David Cage man. This is
2: not what this podcast is about. I mean, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> you're right.
0: So Nathan, do you yes. do you feel like it's it that they'd rather take an Epic Games approach store, handle the handle the PR disaster with with their own launcher? What do you think?
2: It depends on how they want to go with it. Right. They could mm-hmm. do um, sort of like a battle net thing where it's like, here's our six games that you can buy. Or yeah. is it going to be um, sort of like Microsoft's approach of like you buy it, buy it on the PS five, whatever you can play it on the PC, knowing that there is a huge amount of people that will just subscribe to PlayStation now or, you know, buy on PlayStation now just so that they can play, you know, God of War two yeah. uh on it, like at launch on, you know, your HDR eight K, you know, hundred and forty four hertz yeah. um screens, which like, you know, that's that's pretty attractive for um for some um PC um enthusiasts and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, this sort of coming back to the original news thing of like naughty dogs hiring some people that want to know what a pc is basically like (laughs) that's 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 boiling it down super hard but maybe it's sort of like you know keep that as a possibility so that when it when we make the decision we don't have to start from scratch we can start from 70 percent get it ready we'll have to put it out so it's it could it's this is one of those news things where it's like you know if i want to be dismissive about it. I can be like, I don't know. It either means something or nothing. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, but it's also like if you, if you try to like open your mind a little bit more and you could, you could see like five years in the future, what does this exact news thing mean? Yeah. And it's like, again, it could be everything or nothing, but there are, there are so many different ways that this, this could lean being that, that it's first party. And something. that's
0: so exciting too. It's, yeah. it's a new generation. It's a new way of thinking that we're seeing from both Sony and Microsoft and Microsoft leading the charge into you know give credit where credit's due into this this new you know front of like saying listen You know, PC gamers are PC gamers. We're never going to tear them away from their teraflops. Let's just bring them our games. Let's bring our games to them because they're never going to come to us.
2: It's like, do you want to sell the game or do you want to not sell the game? Because that's what the choice is for a lot of people with with PC.
0: And I know when it comes to like a a lot of PC players, like they don't give a shit what's happening in console land. They really don't. And so just giving them the opportunity of, of having a taste of the ecosystem is is fantastic. I there's know a also- lot of a lot of PlayStation uh, or sorry, a lot of PC players who are just like, yeah, if Last of Us came on the you know the Steam front, I'd I'd buy it, and that's fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. you're getting those people. You're not really losing any any sales in the in the long term. I'm sorry, Nathan, I cut you off. No,
2: it's bit. I was just thinking like, you know, with PC, there's there's no used games. Yeah. So anybody that wants the game. And will buy the game. That is a sale for you. It's not this guy's going to buy it, sell it back to GameStop. They're going to play it, sell it back to GameStop. They're yep. going to sell it back to GameStop. How many people have played the game that you're like? If you buy it pre-owned, how how many people have actually bought this? And how many? It's good for the consumer, but if you're if if I'm if I'm John Sony,
0: owner yeah. of Sony, <laughs> it's not good for <laughs> me. It's not good not for, good my for me line. because
2: that's you know I I can see you know five or six people that could have bought this game for for 60 bucks new, or if we put out a sale for 40 or or, you know, come out for um, whatever the greatest hits is going to be called on yeah. on PS5, like, you know, I, I want those sales. Kyle,
0: any last thoughts before we move on to the next news story? So,
1: no, I, I just, when Nathan said, like, when you think about the news today, what would it be like in five years? And then yeah. I was like, I wonder what the news was like when they, Sony first announced they bought Gaikai. The Streaming service like back when they were announcing the PS4 stuff,
2: I, I don't I mean, remember I really, specifically, but I think yeah. it's sort of the same kind of conversations right? we're yeah. having today of like, yeah. wow, what would it be like if they really did it? And we're still waiting,
1: and we're still getting, we're, we're just now getting to a point where PS Now is an attractive thing for PlayStation owners.
0: We're getting there, we're getting it's not there, there yet. Yeah. It, it was yeah.
1: baby steps, but we're getting there,
0: baby steps, yes. yeah, for sure. And Kyle, um, this is a new segment called Every Game You Want is Delayed Now. Now, with that said, Kyle, last episode, you fucking hit this first delay out of the park. Because I I (laughs) panicked a little bit, and you're like, this game's delayed. Tell everybody, tell everybody you're right.
1: Uh, I was right, and the (laughs) game we're talking about, obviously, is Cyberpunk 2077.
0: Uh,
1: Here is the official press release from CD Projekt Red. We have important news regarding Cyberpunk 2077's release date we'd like to share with you today cyberpunk 2077 won't make the april release window and we're moving the launch date to september 17th 2020 we are currently at a stage where the game is complete and playable but there's still work to be done night city is massive full of stories content and places to visit but due to the sheer scale and complexity of it all we need more time to finish playtesting fixing and pause polishing we want cyberpunk 2077 to be our crowning achievement for this generation and postponing launch will give us the precious months we need to make the game perfect expect more regular updates on progress as we get closer to the new release date we're really looking forward to seeing you in night city thank you for your ongoing support
0: so quick quick here real fast no one's really sad by this news because of the simple fact that we finally get a a reprieve with you know resident evil and Final Fantasy coming out weeks, you know, uh, uh, in between each other. so and Doom. Or next to each other. And Doom. So we're all kind of happy and breathing a, a sigh of relief. Question here. I'm going to go to you, Kyle. Yeah. Um, do you see, because September uh, 17th, that's very close to the launch of the next gen. Mm-hmm. Do you see them just... Like, have they been bullshitting us? Let's cut to the chase here. Have they been bullshitting us with, oh, we're not working on anything next-gen? Do you think that Cyberpunk 2077 isn't just a cross-gen game, but when we're playing it on our PlayStation 5, it's going to have those improvements?
1: I I do believe that is the case. I do think that this entire time, because honestly, looking at Cyberpunk... I don't understand how that could run on a PS four at this
2: point. It won't how dense it is. And exactly.
0: rumor rumor has it is like that's why they delayed it. Is and because, on Xbox too, right? Because it's just yeah, not running. Re- I mean, especially on the VCR Xbox, that <laughs> thing is gonna chug. You know, so fucking control doesn't work on PS4.
2: Like <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That takes place in one damn building. You're going to yeah. tell me that Night City is going to run Absolutely. on my PS4 and not make it fucking take off? No. Dude,
0: no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing is going to be like it's going to be like a Top Gun 3 when you're playing that game with yeah. your like I mean, more.
1: my PS4 Pro currently only makes the jet noises funny enough while I'm playing Days Gone. I'm in the menus. That's the only really? time. Where it, it sounds like it's taken yeah. off, but Some like high yeah.
2: quality those fonts. Woo. Yeah, uh, but
1: it, it's the ability to use the touchpad to swipe between menu screens. That's what uh, it does. But like, yeah, yeah, Night City. I don't. They need to take all the time they need. Um, yep. Obviously, we've uh, we've heard since this point, like that just means more crunch for the developers, which sucks. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I I just want them to take their time. I I, I don't yep. want them to rush through it if. To me, honestly, just post your back to the release date of both console new consoles. Ha, ha, have I mean, it be a PS4, but when you put it into your PS5 or your Xbox Series yeah. X, it can just have the updates for the next gen stuff.
0: And, and that's just like it's an easy thing for us yeah. to say, and mm-hmm. it's it's such a complicated issue because then it's just like, well, how do we pay for this fucking thing? You know, yeah, know, like Absolutely. that, like that's the thing that really sucks is that it it is kind of like this like two-way street of like yeah i would love this game to get delayed and have people live their fucking lives and on the other hand is what do those delays mean financially for the company as a whole
2: well and you know that this this game is not getting delayed because cd project red wants more time with their families it's getting delayed because they think it will be be bad for them financially mm-hmm. if it yeah. comes out in the state that it's in. Yeah. As 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 ready to go as they say that it actually is like, this this game is getting delayed because more crunch needs to happen um, mm. from their perspective anyway. Yeah. It's that, that horrible part that like, you kind of want to turn a blind eye to because mm-hmm. it's like if you really think about it as you're playing it, especially if you like know people that work on games and how much time goes into it, you're like, ah, this makes yeah. me feel bad, but wait, if I don't buy it, does that mean that they didn't, yeah. you know what I mean? that It, it was, was all nothing. in vain.
0: yeah. It's, it's kind of like when and, you and, stare at your iPhone long enough, you're just like...
2: Oh my god, I can't, I can't fucking, even... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm like,
0: children in Africa, mine for this <laughs> fucking gold. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Jesus Christ. But like, yeah.
2: you you know CD Projekt Red is not in the red as far as money goes. Like they, that is true. Witcher 3 is getting its like biggest bump in sales um since since it came out yeah um so you know that they could just say like you know what fuck it it's gonna come out in a year we're gonna make it the best goddamn game you're ever gonna play (laughs) and we're gonna be relaxed while we're playing it everybody is in hammocks typing and programming this game don't even worry about it i mean part of
1: me still believes like it's not gonna hit september Part me thinks that maybe it will be a 2021 game at this point. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I can, I can absolutely see that happening. Like I, I wouldn't,
0: um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it past him.
2: I feel like right now, any game that is like, they're, they're crunching super hard. They're like, Ooh, are we going to meet our release date? They're like, this is the time right now to announce our delay. Everybody else is doing it. Nobody will be mad at us.
0: <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the next game. that's delayed right, right. now. <clears throat> Kyle. Take it away, sir. Iron
1: Man VR, delayed to May 15th, 2020. Camouflage's press release states the following. In order to deliver on our vision and meet the high expectations of our amazing community, we've made the difficult decision to move Marvel's Iron Man VR to a May 15th, 2020 release. We truly appreciate your patience and understanding. You'll be hearing from us again soon.
0: Cool. Take all the time you need. Yeah. I read that, and I was just like, not bummed out whatsoever. And that game Fine. was the Go closest
1: to being released too. That was yeah. like a month away. Yeah. Um but I played uh, hey, it. Hey, listen. It was it was cool, but I okay. could see they needed some more time in the oven.
2: It, yeah, it was one of those games where you're like haven't uh haven't seen anything from mm-hmm. Iron Man VR in a minute and they're coming yeah. out real soon. I bet they're probably having problems um And they were,
0: yeah, and and I bet that we're gonna have a nice little state of play right before that game comes out because no doubt they want this thing to push VR units.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So with that, that's fine. Let's go into the next one, which (laughs) is the most troubling one I've, I think I've ever heard. I don't even know. Kyle, take it away, sir. Uh,
1: Dying light. Two delayed till who the fuck knows. Techlands <laughs> press release press release states the following. to our dedicated community. It was a busy year for us as we continued working on our biggest project to date. We know you are awaiting the game eagerly, and we want to deliver exactly what we promised. We were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release with Dying Light 2, but unfortunately we need more development time to fulfill our vision. We will have more details to share in the coming months, and we'll get back to you as soon as we have more information. We apologize for this unwelcome news our priority is to deliver an experience that lives up to our own high standards and to the expectations of you our fans. Please stay tuned and thank you to our fans around the world for your continued support, patience and understanding.
0: Holy shit. I've kind of like I I as as you were reading this, I kind of heard like just just like the the 21 gun salute as they're lowering the c- casket here. This is fucking wild well,
1: it was e3 2018 they showed it off first right the first yeah. Yeah. announcement yeah
0: it's been it's a minute and they've kept on showing us trailers but like nathan it's like what you said earlier it's like hey remember like dying light's supposed to be coming out huh where are we gonna hear, hear anything yeah yeah and it's like that friend that you invited to the party and the
2: party's about to start and you haven't heard anything from them and you're like they fell asleep didn't yeah they? <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is this is one where i'm like they're just pushing this to next gen Mm -hmm. yeah like this is this wasn't gonna get gonna be ready and they wanted to get that that first adopter money i think with with the new systems but maybe what is the other one dead island this is another zombie sequel that is like probably maybe never gonna happen but we Mm -hmm. promise it's crazy thing
0: dude the crazy thing is I mean, Techland. This is the spiritual successor of Dead Island, and it's just like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's trouble here. Kyle, do you do you have a sense that there's blood in the water when it comes to this game? Like, it's in trouble, or do you? Do you have a feeling like Nathan's Nathan's on the money here where they're waiting for that next gen fuck you money and they're going to go I think all that in? to be clear, I think they're also in trouble.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But they're but they're framing it around the next consoles, but yeah. yeah.
1: I think it's a little bit of both cuz when they first got revealed, I think it was super ambitious for what they were trying to do. Like yeah. you you do one thing in the story and it will completely change the landscape. Like I yeah. remember the one example I think in E3 2018 was like you can choose whether or not to act, allow water to to go to a certain part of uh, the city, and mm-hmm. if you decide not to do that, like everything becomes more run down and a certain faction will go against you, and it yes. just seems it seems so ambitious compared to what Daylight One was. Yeah,
0: like Where's... there's so many systems in yeah. place. I yeah. bet like you. Someone just like talked to an NPC or like mm-hmm. you know made it made a piece of toast and everything just fucking blew up. Yeah. That's kind of like this. The I mean, I'm it's kind of
1: along the same route of like Watch Dogs Legion where they're trying this yeah. brand new freaking mechanic that is probably so complicated on the back yeah. end of things that uh, it's it it's, is crazy. Yeah, they probably but I, didn't again, put enough I hope they see the light. Into, into like baking it basically, making yeah. it.
0: With that, Marcus O'Neill writes in, and he says the following: "Let's talk game delays. Why is it that game uh that games get delays? Sorry, oh sorry, my bad. You know what? This is why you read. Why is game <laughs> delays have become so prevalent within the industry? No other entertainment media does this." when was the last time a movie or TV series got pushed back uh, or pushed back their release date? It almost never happens. Cough, cough. No yet. Remember solo? Remember that movie? Avatar. Uh, Sonic. Sonic. It it happens, Marcus. It happens. I love you. Uh, (laughs) I'm all for games coming out when they're polished and ready, but I find it annoying that it has become uh, increasingly common for devs slash publishers to throw out a release date they either can't or have no idea whether or not they'll be able to hit, uh, and then get fans all excited, and then pull the rug out from under them with a delay. Is it just a matter of needing better planning, or project management. So great question, Marcus. This is fantastic because I was literally writing the same thing in the show notes. And then I saw this question. I'm like, man, that's worded way better than somebody me. did.
2: Somebody did the work for you. Yeah. That's,
0: that's the beauty of this show. That's why we always ask questions because when we get a question for every topic, it's just like, Oh guys, somebody you're does the work thinking for, for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the most beautiful thing. And Marcus always comes in with a save. So with that, Marcus, thank you for saving me here. Um, Yeah, what's with the delays, guys? We've heard, like, a lot of people talking about, like, is there a change that needs to be made? Why why can't a game just say we're coming out summer 2020, Nathan? Why can't a game just say that?
2: It is, I think, 100% financial. Mm -hmm. I think to... Um, to help secure funding from different investors and stuff, it's not just a studio that has the money and, right. and makes the game. Um, you need to say, Well, hey, look at the buzz around this trailer we put out. Can we have some money? Because everybody's T posing right now. Like, there's this game isn't a game yet. Mm-hmm. We yeah. just put out, we worked for a year on the demo. Yeah. So that we could get buzz behind it and get um, secure some funding, and, and so then even
0: even going further with like AAA development, it's like, hey, look, uh, we're brought, we're right about to hit our financials, and we just have a release date for our biggest game. Yeah, huh? they wanted to come prices? out within the
2: financial year so people yeah. can get their bonuses and all that exactly. kind of stuff. Unfortunately, that's another end of the the game development deal where the 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 people actually typing on the keyboards making you know all those videos where people are sculpting stuff in some program yeah. um those people aren't like getting benefits from this it's it's you know whatever i'm a commie whatever um <laughs> <laughs> it's so all right we all feel it, the here. You know? it is it is um it's it's frustrating on that end but then you know you think about how movies and stuff don't do this kind of thing you hear about like you know, movies that have been in development for forever. Um, yeah. What the the second somebody gets hired to write a script for something, you know about it. Um, I mean, let me just
0: stop you there and just go yeah. Uncharted, yeah, yeah, movie. uncharted. Yeah,
2: Right. Exactly. <laughs> that Man. that movie's got delays. I'm not even talking about it in terms of 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 likening likening games to other stuff. Right. I just mean that, like, in the games industry um unfortunately it's a lot of it is built around like hype culture which is something yeah. i try to fight against because it's it's not i don't think it's very good to to like be so fixated on oh the new trailer is going to drop oh the surprise of it and whatever it's like yeah. i feel like i'm going to make
0: a fucking reaction trailer yeah I exactly
2: exactly Sorry. i feel like it's it's a little bit it would be a little bit more healthy if it were like the movie industry where it's just like when you know a movie is in trouble whens when you're like, they filmed that like forever ago and yeah. there like still isn't a trailer. Yep. New Mutants or like... I remember the Power Rangers movie it was like that movie's going to come out in like 3 months and we don't know anything about that. <laughs> Turns out it was bad. Um, so most
0: amazing piece of garbage I've ever seen uh, in right, my exactly. life. Right exactly. So it's me?
2: it's it is a miracle that the hype culture around games even exists at all yeah. because of how secretive everybody has to be, but I feel like everybody needs to take like a step back, a deep breath and like let go of that sort of stuff because that's when we get these um, delays is because these companies are like well we have to we have to hit this date we need to get everybody excited and then it's like oh then we it's... can't do it and then we let everybody down
0: exactly Kyle but what are I'm your so- thoughts I'm sorry oh, yeah I'm sorry dare you. but
2: y'all are gonna buy it anyway so yeah. like it's disappointing but like for all this news like I'm still buying Final Fantasy 7 doesn't yeah. matter to yeah. me that it's gonna happen later than I wanted it to I'm still gonna yeah. buy it and like it and in, yeah. a, in a year's time I'm not gonna remember that it was delayed
0: yeah Kyle, what say you, sir? What about all these delays? Who needs to pay the high crime? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I just think, like, if you're upset about a delay, like, it's kind of like a personal personal thing with you. Like, it's delays, and I know when you hate this quote coming up, Joe, but, like, a delayed game is great. Um, mm-hmm. it, it means that it's, it's getting the work that needs to be done. And so like Unless it's
2: crackdown. Unless sure. There are there, <laughs> yeah, Luke Boys. I used, to, suck. I you suck, I used to say that quote all the time and then somebody was like, Yeah, it worked for Crackdown Three yeah, and I was like, fair. gosh shit actually. That, that
1: is totally <laughs> fair. But when yeah. you, you see the other thing, like the only two things that come to my mind of when a, a developer waits to give it the date and they're totally sure are yeah. Fallout Four and Seventy Six and they both didn't turn out that great. Um, yep. Yikes. So it's kind the of like yikes, a double edged yeah. sword when it comes to like waiting until you sh- know the date is right, because I I feel like, and I'm not a developer by any means, but I think mm-hmm. when you're making a game, there's always something towards the tail end that you could, that you probably want to tweak. There's always yeah. something that you could probably do to make. I think it better.
0: that's I think that's like any artist, right? Like yeah, you, for sure. Like you, you you ask any writer, you ask any you know painter, they're mm-hmm. like, I wish I would have done this, that, the other thing. So like, so
1: there is no. I uh, to me I putting a date so far in events isn't too bad or waiting until it's ready like you do what you think is best uh, yeah. for your game and whatever it is we're like Nate said we're going to buy it anyway like i can't i can't remember the dates of some of my favorite games
2: I can literally only remember Skyrim, and that's just yeah. because it had the same numbers in it. It was just 11, yes. 11, 11. That's Other true. Than
1: that. And uh, Uncharted 3, I think, had one, too. I think it was 11, 11, yeah. uh, 13. I was going to say
2: 14, 14, yeah. 14, my dumbass. <laughs> Jesus.
0: On the 14th month. Kyle? Listen, delays suck. Yes. We all hate them. It's something we got to live with. When it comes down to the brass tacks for me, yeah, that, that Miyamoto quote is tiring, but it is it is somewhat true in the sense of, like, take your time, man. Like, we don't want Jenk. I don't want, you know, a Days Gone situation where they have to patch things out months in advance, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, or even just Final Fantasy 15 of just being completely incomplete. So, for me, just take the time. I would like the approach where it is a Fallout, you know, for, hey, listen, it's out in six months, but to me it is a financial thing like Nate said before but it's also a situation of like pr and marketing like th- that shit just doesn't happen that is months if not like a year, almost a year out in 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 their windows so you have to let the pr teams know at least probably if i'm making an estimated guess at least eight eight to nine months before that game's even coming out or you have your own little marketing team in there at least setting some type of outline so there's a lot of moving pieces that goes into a delay and unfortunately what we stated earlier about dying light you know there's systems in place that we're unaware of where a simple talking to an npc breaks the entire game. And I think one thing uh what it, one required reading or or watching uh is on IGN where they're uh they're doing this thing where they they're showing speedrunners beat a game and they're having the devs there talking about it. Watch the one with uh, Outer Worlds because it yeah. talks about all the systems in place and how easily things could be broken. So the ladder thing, yeah, yeah, the ladder thing. Yeah. Jesus, that's fucking crazy. So again, <laughs> if you want to know about the ladder thing, go check out IGN. But hey, speaking of IGN, our last story talks about IGN. It's, so it's from or, IGN. Or it's from IGN. Fuck me, <laughs> Kyle. Go uh, for it.
1: Matt Perslow from IGN writes: Horizon Zero Dawn developer seeking staff with multiplayer experience. At current, Gorilla has yet to announce what its current project is, but the open world descriptor in this new senior game programmer job listing via GamesRadar points towards a potential Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. The listing also notes that the game features range and melee weapons, combat, and traversal mechanics, which are all characteristics applicable to Horizon, or at least a game with similar traits. This all makes the plus point of experience in multiplayer interesting, as the original Horizon was purely single-player game. While it's impossible to draw concrete conclusions from this posting, it does point to Guerrilla at least considering a multiplayer component for its next open-world game. In short, if this is Horizon 2, that it then it may feature multiplayer.
0: Alright, so I thought when I, when <laughs> I first was going to ignore this story, I was just like... It's probably fucking, you know, it's nothing. Probably some type of weird co-op where you're a fucking Strider or some shit. Uh, but then I was just like, we got Nate here. <laughs> Let's make a weird fucking multiplayer thing. Because we could be, listen, the, the safe bet is is Horizon you know Zero Dawn Part 2, whatever. Hey, it might have a co-op feature where you're tagging along with a buddy. But that, again safe bets let's take the gloves off let's get (laughs) fucking weird uh i'm gonna start with you nate yeah where are we going with this horizon
2: 99 dawn yeah (laughs) 99 (laughs) robot t-rexes jump out of a bus (laughs) in the sky no um like in the real like you know reacting to news part of this like i i really hope that it's not like A multiplayer thing that's tacked on to the game. I hope it's a separate thing because that worked for Naughty Dog, I think, where they're like, "No, let's just make a good single player." Mm -hmm. Like, if you think about a lot of stuff, like in the in like the PS3 and early PS4 era, a lot of um, companies were pressured to put in multiplayer modes just so that people wouldn't trade the game in after playing a six-hour campaign or whatever. I'm looking at
0: you, Dead Space Two. Exactly, exactly. Scary games.
2: And so now yeah, that, you know, around 70ish to 80ish percent of games are bought digitally, like we were talking about before, you got their money. They bought the yep. game. Um, so hopefully we can do that. But if we're going to be talking about like a hypothetical multiplayer, um, yeah. you know, you've got tribes and stuff in Horizon. Mm-hmm. You can do like you can do an RTS uh, oh, style game. Me. There, you've got Stop all it right there! You got classes. my money. <laughs> you <laughs> you know? got my fucking money with an RTS. <laughs> you can do and like I joked about it, but like a battle royale with like a, a heavy PVE like angle on it
0: might be pretty right. cool too. Well, worth... let's let's just start here, right, right, mm-hmm. right here, right now. Is this a multiplayer competitive experience? Like it's its own thing. Like you got a fucking team deathmatch, gunfight, whatever. Or is this a more cooperative experience? Kyle, what's your vote here?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I, I I hope it's not competitive, like Team Deathmatch. That just sounds okay. weird for Horizon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would think it's probably kind of a, uh, a co-op type of thing. Like we're okay.
0: Right Nate, are you there with me here? It's a co-op experience?
2: <laughs> I'm, I, like, are we talking about what... Like, what would be a cool idea or what we think this really actually is going to cool be? Cool idea. Okay. Like, okay. this is, so, again, unrealistic.
0: <laughs> right. We got if you go- on here for a reason. If we're,
2: if we're, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if we're going unrealistic with it, then, then I would say I would love, like, a full, you know... Actually, uh, what was it? Janita Gavankar mm-hmm. um, yeah. was talking about how, like oh, the sequel is going to be so great, In that, like, leaked thing that she, that she said or whatever. Yeah, it's, like it's
0: going to blow your fucking mind or something like that, yeah.
2: I would love if there was, like, a drop-in, drop-out co-op where you had maybe not, like, a... Um, I guess maybe sort of like a Red Dead Redemption 2 and, like, follow me here, where you yeah. have, like, your, your camp uh, or, like, your people um, that are with you, and at any moment you can... Uh, I didn't play so much of Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. so I don't remember what Janina's um, character is. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oh, she's, uh, in, the yeah. she's, in, the she's in the DLC. She's in the DLC. She's in the DLC, okay. So, like, you know, maybe you can um, hop online with, you know, I can just say, hey, Kyle, I'm, I'm playing, um, can, you, can you be my, my buddy here on this? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, isn't there a lot of, like... Are there freezing time mechanics? Not freezing time mechanics, but are there things where, yeah, if you're switching weapons, it, like, slows yeah, down. Yeah, slows enough. down. So that's, that's pretty incongruous with a multiplayer, because what are you going to do? No. Like, stop the... On the fly. <laughs> stop yeah. their playing. Yeah. The um, only
0: thing that I can think of, and Kyle, interrupt us whenever. Yeah. Because um, I have my own idea came up with, too. okay okay, good it's like a monster hunter-esque experience right where like yeah like that was the best part of the game oh my god yeah when you're fighting a huge fucking you know robot t-rex dope the huge fucking hawk scary as shit and (laughs) having a buddy drop in and drop out and having having someone who's like the trapper class having someone who's the bow class having someone who's Rocking with so a that kind of that kind of goes dope. along
1: with what I what I came up with before we started. Go for it, Kyle. Um I, I know this is a bad comparison, so hear me out there. Uh, All right, it kind of like evolve, kind of like a four v one, where you have four hunters take on a thunderjaw or take on a fireclaw, a stormbird, a stormbird deathbringer, mm-hmm. like, and that one person is controlling the Thunderjaw, and, and using all its <laughs> movesets and its different weapons. and
0: Okay. Uh, I, Listen, it's a pie would, in the sky. You're, again. Like, we're all wrong here. Keep so my, yeah,
1: Horizon, exactly. keep my <laughs> Horizon game single-player. Yeah. But if it right. does have something, you know, let me be those cool-ass robot dinosaurs. <laughs> like, no, that's that would what be I fucking do. dope.
0: Like you could spawn Striders and they yeah. have to fight them and shit. Yeah. that's actually really dope. I'm not even telling you this is a bad idea. I'm telling it's... you, man. RTS, RTS. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, That'd just cool think too. about it. Like, yeah, like you're, you you get to make all these fucking crazy things and you send it out of fucking tribe. Like that is dope. I'm all about. If you tell me RTS console game, I'm in. I'm just all in because <laughs> there's just sadly not enough of them.
2: Well, when uh, you you heard, um, I think is it is uh herman was the uh the lead at gorilla yep. yeah? herman Holst. Yeah. Yeah. he was talking about when they were coming up with horizon and he was like you know at least when we start to come up with an ip it's not what is this one game we're thinking like you were saying pie in the sky we're thinking like you know what are the action figures going to be like what would the tv show be like what is yeah. so especially with gorilla you're 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 thinking like, well shit, like other than the 99 T-Rex is jumping from a bus in the sky. Um, Anything's possible. And anything really is possible. And now right. Herman's fucking driving the ship now. So like, right. he can just be like, no, they are jumping from a bus. <laughs> I'm
1: just imagining the bus is 99 T-Rex is jumping at, from the sky. And then when they hit the ground, just breaking apart, because they're all just metal.
0: They just can't. (laughs) Just (laughs) shattering. I'm just picturing uh, Rex from Toy Story jumping. I'm not even thinking Horizon. And then like he's freaking out. He's like, oh, God, I can't reach. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the true ending of Toy Story 4. With that, uh, I'll end on this. I think it's probably some type of, realistically, it's some type of... uh, um, co-op experience to show you the power of, of the PlayStation 5 because if you think about it, you, it's rendering so much environment if you guys just drift off mm-hmm. and like, you know, eventually in all co-op games, you know, you or your partner hits a fucking invisible wall and you can't go any further. I'm, I'm thinking they're showing you the power of the PlayStation 5 by going, no, you could you could be on one side of the map, your friends on the other. It's nuts. Was, yeah. it Hor-
2: was it horizon where they were, they were showing that video of like wherever Aloy is looking like it showed like that cone yep. of what was rendering. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that would be, I hope it's not gimmicky. I hope it's not sort of like, look what we can do now. Yeah. And this is the reason we're doing mm. it is just cause we can do it. I hope that it's like yeah. an inspired choice, whatever they do.
0: And that's the only thing that scares me because like Killzone three, gorilla and you had like everything like the light fucking bleeped at you you had the mic just for every other thing like that's not what I want or the touch pad for like certain like change your gun settings so, like yeah I, I want it to be non gimmicky if you're gonna do it but make it cool and mm-hmm. with that gang guys everybody what a wrong time uh, to ask you if you're hanging on to something because the acid reflux just kicked in oh, but no. with that <clears throat> Nate mm-hmm. Kyle are you holding on to something? Always. Good. Yes. Prepare the drop. Each <laughs> and every week, PlayStation drops the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation on the PlayStation storefront. The only problem is that there are way too many awesome games to name. So each host picks a game of their choosing to highlight and shout out. This week sucks pretty bad. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle. What's your pick?
1: Uh, so out of the, the, the bad lineup, I picked yeah. the game called Earth Knight simply because I played a demo of it at PAX. Uh, yeah? A couple years ago. I believe it was PAX or PSX. It's one of those two. Um, Earth... Oh,
0: right. You were ta- Early days of, of the trophy room, you were talking yeah. about this game. I remember uh, that, yeah.
1: Earth Knight is an illustrated, procedurally generated platformer that takes place in a dystopian future just after the Dragon Apocalypse. Sydney and Stanley have had enough They've decided to skydive back down to the planet, taking out as many dragons as they can. Jump and dash your way across the backs of dragons on your way down to Earth in classic 2D side-scrolling action. You're pretty much like, yeah, you're it, it's kind of like the start of Fortnite. You jump out of a plane, a bus or whatever in space, and you, you maneuver to land on the back of dragons. Um, and mm-hmm. then you're making your way across the the flowing back of the dragon in space, trying to knock down all these enemies and stuff. Yeah. And when you get to the end, you take out the dragon, you top off that one, and you land on another one, try to get your way down. Oh, to the that actually sounds pretty dragons. fucking cool. It's yeah. pretty fun. It, it was yeah. pretty fun when I played it a couple of years ago, so I'm excited it's finally coming out.
0: That's, that's yeah, no, that actually sounds pretty badass. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a horrible week. Nate, what was your pick, good sir?
2: So you while we were getting ready you're like oh yeah. yeah so we do this thing where we go through the drop and choose one and i was like scrolling through and I was like oh man there's a couple stinkers here uh, kingdom hearts oh, included yeah. um
0: oh yep. talk <laughs> shit I, about it don't worry yeah okay good <laughs> <laughs> sorry jb um, sorry
2: but uh i was i was as most you know people with our our kind of like leanings into what we like to play i see a soccer guy and i scroll past it but then i was like what is this soccer tactics and glory mm-hmm. It's an original combination of turn-based strategy and RPG. Create a football team, play matches, earn XP, train skills, learn new classes, upgrade facilities, buy and sell footballers. I, okay. Yeah. Grow, grow youth is a weird <laughs> thing to say. What um, is that? <laughs> make hard choices. It's a deep strategy which respects your time. and like That is you know, taken for straight audi- from for the audio audio blog, list. by the
1: way. That was not named. Yeah, making exactly. that up. That was taken from the blog.
2: Exactly. Um, and if, if you're an audio like listener for this, like, oh my yeah. god, you got to look up what the the jerk that's on the cover of this yeah. game looks, looks like. He looks like a knockoff
1: Dennis Quaid. Does he not? No, yeah, he exactly. Definitely... Oh
2: my god, he looks like a wider Dennis Quaid. Yeah. he looks like a guy that voted for Brexit. That's <laughs> what I'm looking at, right? Here. Yeah, no, th- his his name is Johnny Brexit, <laughs> and <laughs> he's a fucking billionaire. Um,
0: and he hates but, his son because he's into art. Yeah.
2: So I like. Yeah. <laughs> But he still paid for the fancy art school. <laughs> exactly. So I like I looked up. This is on Switch also, and and that's and oh, I, I I looked up like uh, screenshots of it, and like I encourage you guys to do it while I'm talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this game kind of looks great, really, <laughs> from a certain from a certain standpoint. I don't know from how a certain it, point of view, yeah, exactly. I don't know how like it's at least a novel concept of like ooh a sports like RTS that's Whoa. interesting like it looks Fuck, it looks you
0: get me at tactics you know it, you it, it looks it
2: looks shit but uh yeah. there's like it's interesting to look at and it's like mechanically it's one of the more interesting ones on this list for me i want to know why this cover
1: be, that i'm seeing right now is not the cover for the actual game and we got dennis quaid back off
0: yeah because this actually <laughs> doesn't look half bad you're right with that yeah. Let's let's get to my pick. Let's see. Yeah, we got Foxyland. We got Kingdom Hearts Remind, Lumini, uh, Shadow Legend VR. You um, know well, Fuck it. Let's do it's VR, guys. You know. Let's listen. Shadow Legend VR is an action-adventure game exclusively designed for virtual reality where you play as a grand master of the knight's templar in a story-driven medieval crusade freely explore densely filled worlds and use your sword, bow, and magic skills to save your kingdom from the destruction of Lord Ad, Ad- Adroth. Okay. Cool. Lord Adrock from yeah. Beastie Boys. <laughs> listen man it's it's a vr game the i medieval crusade and all of a sudden there's fan like why can't you say medieval fantasy i don't know because i'm like crusade and they're like freely explored densely filled worlds i'm like of like pillage because like that's what the crusades were it's like pretty shitty but okay um yeah all right cool shadow legend vr man fuck this list but each and every week you can send your questions in via PS Trophy Room on Twitter, which you guys and gang did awesome. Or the Discord, the Casa de Bad Bit Discord. You send your questions in, reread them on the show, or you send your mail, write it down, or type it out, whatever, it's you know 2020. And then you just send the mail over to Andrew House's house. And then I go each and every week, fly on over, swim on over, fuck it, even drive. Who knows? How'd you get the mail this week,
1: though? Did you dig a a hole, a tunnel, and pop up to the kitchen again?
0: Well, oddly enough. Like, what was it? Well, so, oddly enough, um, I kind of just, I hitchhiked my way. uh, Through maybe, possibly, illegal channels. (laughs) On a United flight, I was in the carry-on. I just dipped on out. I just rolled out. I just pulled the emergency lever, and I just hopped out of that plane. And then, right into his chimney. Right into his chimney this time. I dove, but I barrel rolled. And again, as I say, each and every week, you could jump from any height. As long as you do a barrel roll, you'll stick the landing. You won't get injured. And I went in there, tiptoed my way. He has this, like, home security thing. Not even a problem. I don't believe in technology. So I just walk on past it. I see his mail. I'm like, oh, this is nice. I'm going to take this mail. And then I smell something. It smells delicious. It's the oven. The oven set to four twenty-five.
2: So I ate, I ate the I ate the oven.
0: No, no, I'm sorry. The smell came from the oven. And I opened it up, and it was the most decadent fucking ham you've ever seen in your life. And so I just took the ham, and I had it on my way back. I thought it was delicious. Oh. So Andrew House, there you go. So oh, your house, house and house is oven. ham now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm eating the house's ham, <laughs> guys. <laughs> the first question. What a rich of art. tapestry! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this wasn't the best Andrew has a snail mail. I'm running <laughs> on empty. Let's be real. Uh, the famous, the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my entire life writes in. One night, you see and hear strange noises and lights coming from your backyard shed. You investigate the shed, and you found a prototype PlayStation 5. What do you do with it? Return it to Sony, sell it online, try it yourself, take as many photos as you can and post them online. All right. You get to pick one in your reasoning, whatever it may be. Kyle, yeah. what do you do? Well. Do you return it to Sony?
1: Before, uh, before I said what I, w- I did, as Seamus as is writing this question... Yeah. I immediately thought of Stranger Things, and the PS5 prototype is like a demo Gorgon in the shed making all these noises. It's like the I'm, demo unit Gorgon. Exa- so, first of all, I'm going to call Hopper, and he's going to come and yeah. take it out for me. Um, I, I would take photos and sell it to publications. That's what I would do. Try to make some money off of that thing.
0: Uh, yeah, because you know what? Here's the thing. Selling it online never works out. No. eBay's a thing. So Sony would sue me if I sell. Yeah, and then like, yeah, Sony's gonna look at it. They're like, "That's fucking ours, you dummy." (laughs) I could just sell it to someone, and I get a good, easy five hundred bucks probably Uh for it. Good, a good shiner, depending on the publication. I get to make my own rules here, and yeah, and then I buy the console when it comes out because there's no games to play. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Nate, what's it you say? I feel like I would be more surprised that I had a backyard <laughs> to, find, to, to find out I had a backyard. It's like, oh, word, this apartment has a backyard and a shed, and I ain't been using this. But no, um, in this hypothetical scenario where I'm a homeowner and I yeah. <laughs> have a backyard and a shed with which, inside of which, is a PlayStation, the fifth one. And a one. mortgage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know enough about the dark web to sell it uh, safely, I guess, but yeah.
0: so... I would probably Well, you know where it? you could sell it? You know where you could sell it on the dark web? Uh, 5-chan.
2: No, no, right? no. no, 8-chan, sorry.
0: No, 8chan. no, no chance Mark's going to handle it. He's going to no handle chance. all the bad stuff, dude. <laughs> no. He's going to handle yeah. no all the bad stuff. No more shout outs
1: to Mark. No
2: more yeah. shout <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, I'll sell it to THQ Nordic on, fucking five, <laughs> nine, on 69-chan. Yeah. Uh, so I would definitely probably keep it and yeah. just be like, now I ain't got to buy this. Um, It's got the it's got the cool V vents and it'll stay cool forever. Um, And then, you know, after Sony doesn't give a shit, like after a couple years, then I can sell the the dev kit to somebody because like Sony's going to be working on the fucking PlayStation six at that point. Who
0: cares? Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nathan uh, Nathan McErnie writes in Uh, this one's just for me, fellas. Uh, New segment. Ghost, uh, sorry, Goat Simulator Platinum Trophy Watch. Um, please update the status on the Platinum Trophy, uh, Nate. That's not happening. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going back. Uh, 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 Nate on the show, yes. Uh, other Nate is referring to <laughs> Patron Nate is. Uh, I can put referring it together. To, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm a, I got one trophy left on on it, and it's a Flappy Goat. And fuck that achievement. Joe, fuck you, that you.
1: One left, man. Don't give up. It's
0: too hard. Unless anybody is good at that goddamn Flappy Bird game, I will literally it, give you my PSM profile. In similar. Does it have Let's the option
1: where I like I can hop on and help you with a section of the game? Because I would totally
2: controller pass yeah. or whatever the hell.
0: Let's try it out. Just saying, man. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Marcus comes at us once again. He goes, uh, uh, "One on a more fun note, I propose you play a little game." Uh, I want uh, each of you to pick or draft two to three upcoming games you won't think that will hit their release date or window. One point for each correct delay. I'll let you guys determine the stakes oh, no. that we could revisit at the end of the year and see who won. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's just, you know what? Let's just, uh, for the sake of time, limit it to one. Okay. I say Gears of War Tactics gets delayed. Oh, I was it's not coming out this year. I show. was
1: thinking strictly PlayStation.
0: Oh, um, well, I'm just thinking games that I want, and then RTS's, and that just thinks <laughs> to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. So I don't think that game's coming out. Nate, what do you think, sir?
2: I'm worried that Animal Crossing is going to get a delay. Um, but if we're going to stick with PlayStation, <laughs> uh, I don't remember which one of you said it, but I do think that Cyberpunk will get another delay. Like I think it'll yeah. be like, I think it'll be Q1 next year when it actually comes
0: mm-hmm. out. Bold, I good possibility, I don't know. I'm going <laughs> Who knows? Who fucking knows, yeah.
1: I'm going to say since it doesn't have a specific date, we just know it's going to be mm-hmm. around the launch of the PS5. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say God's fall. That's not or in the launch Ooh. of the year. I think that gets pushed.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we'll see who's right at the end of the year. And please Marcus, keep us on this topic. Uh the final question and he's been bickering on me at me on this so let's do (laughs) it the insipid ghost writes in referring to the death strandings poor sales he asks does this impact sony's pursuit of exclusive uh, content from kojima going into the next gen his name is huge and awards were impressive are sales going to matter for Sony given the exposure he brings them? Now, if you guys don't know Benji sales on Twitter, you ought to be following him because he's fantastic. But he also uh, put out this huge thing on Death Stranding of how it sold well the first week, but after that, it has fallen off the proverbial cliff. It didn't reach the top 10 in December, and then, or sorry, it didn't reach the top 10 in in November and then in December, it did not even make the top twenty. If I'm mm-hmm. uh, if I'm mistaken, let me know. But it didn't sell all too well. Do you think that this impacts the way Sony looks at, or even let's go even broader, uh, other studios look at the the possibility of partnering with Kojima? I'm gonna go with you, Kyle.
1: I don't think so. I think Kojima yeah. has such a good and long history behind him. As far as when it comes to uniqueness and for, sure, for creating these grand event style games, I, I think that still will work for him, and I still think that would be a an asset for PlayStation going forward. Uh, okay. I mean, okay. we've all said it before. Death Stranding came out. Death Stranding was a weird game. The trailers were yeah. weird. We had no idea what it was going it's into weird.
0: it. Um, After beating it, still yeah, fucking weird.
1: Same. Yeah. Uh, and it and we both totally get. I don't know, Nate. Did you play Death Stranding? Didn't want to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I know.
2: I looked up. I looked up all the the cutscenes and watched yeah. it, and I, yeah. I watched enough stuff. But I was just sure. like, I my my personal life is too short to yeah. devote to something that I don't want to play. Right. Yeah. So. And and, yeah. and yeah. that's
1: that's the thing. Death stranding is not everyone's type of cup of tea no. when it comes to games. Yeah. Like there is no real action in it for a majority yeah. of it. So, like,
0: yeah. I can totally get why it's not. Like 98% of it. Absolutely. And the action that's there kind of sucks, and yeah. you don't want to do it anyway. Uh, absolutely. Because yeah. the
2: game isn't built for the stuff that actually... Absolutely, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, so, yeah, I to me, I do think it, it it impacts them. Poor sales, at the end of the day, that's what companies care about. I could win all the awards it, in the world. It, it doesn't matter. Like, when you take a look at Disney, like, they're not... You know, Avengers isn't uh, isn't gonna win the Oscar for Best Picture. You know what I mean? So, but do they care about that? Hell nah. Like, do you do we think that like Disney actually gives too much of a shit that like Rise of Skywalker got a fifty five on Rotten Tomatoes? No, they care about if it hits a billion. Like and that's it did. what they. Care. <laughs> and it did. You know, whether you love it, hate it, whatever. Every every time you watch it, you cry at the end, like me. Fine. <laughs> but it just doesn't matter. So for me, I think this does impact the way companies look at Kojima. Um, and I think this is maybe... <sighs> he definitely needs an editor. And I think that this game screams that. As much as I enjoy it, and I enjoy the gameplay loop, man, that story needed some edits. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I'm going say
2: th- on that. I, I, my like, prediction mm-hmm. is that I don't think that Kojima is going to put out another... like. Sony exclusive game in the same way that it just they just did with this yeah. one. And if they do, you're probably going to see a lot less big name, famous actors and likenesses of big name people, because that stuff costs a lot of money. Yeah. Um, getting Mads in there is a lot of money. Yep. Um, and so I think the next thing we see from Kojima is going to be a little bit more action heavy. And if it's an exclusive, you're going to see. You're going to start to see those compromises, I think, because... I think he
0: needs it, to be honest.
2: That and, like, the people that are in charge of PlayStation right now are not the same people that were in charge of PlayStation when he was brought on and it was just like, Oh, come here, just make whatever you want. Oh, (laughs) we're so sorry about Konami. Oh, my God, just come and make something for us. And then it turns out it was just like a a Papa John simulator. And then, like... (laughs) (laughs) that's super reductive but then it turns out it was something totally different than even even people that were super hyped for it was uh thinking it was going to be yeah so um you know i'm glad that the game exists i'm glad that that like sort of unbridled um creativity exists but yeah yeah, with with the sales being what they what they are referring to insipid ghosts question um you might start to see some more compromises happen down the line of like, well, what if you make like a tactical espionage action game, or like
0: maybe,
2: maybe we don't have Robert Downey Jr. in this game. (laughs) Like you wanted to, or whatever it's going to be. So
0: no, I, I definitely agree with you there. there. Again, as much as I love the game, it definitely, it definitely needed those compromises. And I think if they do partner, if he partners with anyone else, I think they're going to need a clear, clear, You know what is this game? Because I think Death Stranding's biggest problem, and I was talking with Insipid before this show started, was the problem with Death Stranding is it doesn't look fun, right? Like when you look at it, you're like, I don't want to play that. But like when I got my hands on it, I didn't really care about the story. I actually cared about the gameplay, and I I loved the gameplay loop and how like again how for how dystopian how positive that that gameplay experience was for me. Um, so like, I love Dust Stranding for its faults, but at the same exact time, yeah, I, if, if I'm, if I'm a company, I, I give a shit. Like, I I, yeah. just, I <laughs> if give If it's a your shit. money. <laughs> and I'm sorry, and I, and I walked myself back there, um, on purpose, because I had a brain the the fart. But like, you know, y- it didn't look fun you, when you're streaming it. It's not a streamable game, and I think that's wow. what, what matters now, is, is it, is it fun? Does it <laughs> look at, at least fun? Because, you know, people saw apex legends. It looked fucking fun and it was the most downloaded game that month. And it rivaled, you know, Fortnite for a few weeks. And so that's what I think is the most important thing. Um, is, does it look fun? And it, honest god as much as I love it it'll look fun mm-hmm. so there well, you go you,
2: you saw you saw Kojima talk about like oh I want to do like movies and stuff and it's like yeah good get that part of yourself out, out. in a way that doesn't like interrupt me from playing yeah. a game like if I'm holding a controller I don't want to do anything else other than play a game mm-hmm, right? right so it's just like get that out of your system and I'll, I'll see you on your next game where, where it's yeah. a little bit more gameplay heavy yeah
0: Yes. With that, guys, gangs, ladies, gentlemen, all that jazz. Uh, Thank you so much, Nate, for joining us. Yeah. Fantastic, man. Thank you so much. Uh, And that's been the Trophy Room. But before we head on out, Nate, I'll let you be the first one here. You have anything you want to pimp out?
2: Yeah. So um, if you'd like, you can get all my bad takes on video <laughs> games at, at two headed giant on Twitter. Um, I also have my show, the new entertainment system podcast of, uh, an improvised comedy games, podcast about games that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's at the NES pod on Twitter. Um, or you can also just, it's, it's in, it's in my, my pin tweet on my thing. So if you go to at two headed giant spelled out, not the numbers on Twitter, um, go check it out and
0: uh, let me know what you think. Yeah. And Kyle, what would you like to pimp out?
1: Sir? As always, I'd like to pimp out myself. Who that ninja 73 on Twitter and on PSN. Uh, my show, all about the kind of funny community called Best Friends Talk Funny, is on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny, wherever you listen to podcast services. Nate's going to be coming on in a couple yeah. of weeks, which I'm super excited oh, sure, about. really? Yeah. Yep. Um, we'll fucking I have a, lot, a great lineup of guests coming up soon. Yeah. Um, so look forward to that um if you're in the new york area hit up at kind of nyc or on twitter or uh at kind of um see all upcoming events we're gonna go see sonic together which is the only way i want to see that movie is with, <laughs> with other are veterans. you guys gonna be
2: all wasted or what uh, well
1: in, in new york they have um sony's actually having like a, an experience playstation thing at like their oh sony headquarters God. so we're gonna go there and see what that's all about oh, okay. and then go see sonic i thought you're they like they're hosting the event no <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, and then afterwards, we will we'll discuss it and get drunk and, and have a great time. Um, so that's coming up February 15th. So, yeah.
0: God. God, why did you... Why, if there's any movie you needed to delay or stop, God, <laughs> this was the one. <laughs> they already did. Oh, you're right. You're right. Jesus Christ. Remember that abomination? He had human fucking teeth. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> you can watch this show. On YouTube.com slash games where I don't just talk about PlayStation, I talk about all things games. You could watch this show or listen to this show on your podcast of choice. Please, please, please rate us five stars on iTunes. It really does help us out. And or support the show on Patreon.com slash BadBit. Again, we have all those new tiers. We have a new road to greatness coming. We have top tier. Oh a video game ranking show where, uh, let's just be honest, I'll cut to the chase. It's all bullshit, but it's a ton of fun. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation.